happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. David, in Psalm 23, gives us a picture of the victory the Lord gives us when we surrender to the Lord and let him fight our battles. Psalm 23, 5 gives us a beautiful picture of the Lord, our shepherd, preparing a table for us in the presence of our enemies. He opens the 23rd Psalm with all the amazing attributes of our loving Father and gives us a picture of how the Lord cares for us, provides for us, and gives us the victory when we rest in him. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures, revealing the blessings for every child of God who lives life knowing the battle isn't theirs, it belongs to the Lord. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this broadcast of Women at the Well Ministries. Let us pray. Lord, I would ask that you would open up our hearts and our minds to hear what you would have us to hear through this familiar passage of scripture. Lord, teach us to rest in you to trust you completely, to follow you always, and to abide in you fully. Lord, please remove me from this message. Allow those who are listening to give their hearts and their minds over to you in such a way that you can transform their lives and change their hearts. Lord, speak to us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We're coming to you out of the 23rd chapter of the book of Psalms, and it's such a familiar passage of Scripture. Generally, it's read at funerals or read in times of deep distress and you're wanting to comfort someone. But today, we're going to look at it in a perspective that is even more intriguing to me, and that is how he provides for us, if you will, a party, a feast. While our enemies are watching, longing for what we have and wishing they were where we were, when we choose to rest in him, to fully trust in him, to completely surrender to him, it is then we enjoy the full protection, the full joy, and the abundant life that he promises in John 10.10. Let's read Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The first couple of verses gives us that characteristics, the attributes of the shepherd. We see that the shepherd takes their sheep to a place that is pretty much heavenly. They have all the food they can eat. It's a place that they enjoy running around. He leads them beside the waters where they can drink easily. The picture the psalmist David is giving us of the shepherd is Jesus, who's the good shepherd. And we, his children, those who believe in him, we are his sheep. And just like the shepherd watches over the sheep and the shepherd leads the sheep to good pastures, those of us who follow after Jesus, who walk in the center of his will, will find ourselves in a place of blessing. We'll find ourselves where the things we need, the nourishment we need, will be readily available to us. And his presence will make it easy. As we begin to look at verses 1 and 2, and we see how David in this 23rd Psalm speaks of Jesus as the shepherd. You see in verse 3 that he says he restores his soul. David understood what it was like to step outside of the will of God. But he also understood the grace, the mercy, the love, and the forgiveness of God. And he was always coming back because David's heart was a man after God's own heart. And his intent was to do the right thing. And when he did the wrong thing, he would come with a repentant heart, which means turning away from the sin and asking God to forgive him. And 1 John 1, 9 tells us that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so as our soul becomes weary and our soul becomes tired and our faith becomes weak and our choices become wrong. When we come to him, the shepherd who loves us and who's always leading us back to the right, he will forgive us and then he will give us that peace and joy that comes from being in right standing. But I want you to see that The same David who writes verse 4 of the 23rd Psalm is the same David who in 1 Samuel 17 is fighting the Philistine giant. Only he was younger when he fought the giant. And he says in the 23rd Psalm verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. I want to take your mind back to 1 Samuel 17. And David was not even probably eligible to be in the army. No one thought he could do it. They tried to put the the soldiers' equipment on him, and it weighed so much that it weighed him down. And he had never proved it, he said, so he said, take it away. He said, the battle's not mine. It belongs to the Lord, and the Lord doesn't save by sword and spear. 
And so he said, I will fight the Lord. I will fight this battle for the Lord. And then he's clear about what he means. He says, the Lord will fight the battle. And this day, the Philistines will be delivered unto me. See, you may have been chosen just as David was to face the giant, to face the battle. But just like David, you're not chosen to fight the battle. The battle isn't yours. It belongs to the Lord. And what we see in the 23rd Psalm is how David could live a life that was so completely dependent on God was because he trusted him and he knew that he was with him. David went to battle, as Jesus said, as God had spoken, as the Holy Spirit had entwined him and wrapped him up to do. And he went with a slingshot and a few stones because he was just going to face the giant. He wasn't going to fight the giant. That belonged to Jesus. That was God's job. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, no doubt, which had landed on him that day, he was going to fight this battle, but not with sword and spear, not even with a few stones and a slingshot. David was facing the giant as he was chosen and fighting the giant by handing it over to the Lord. That battle you're facing right now, that problem that you have, it's time that you hand it over to the Lord and realize that the battle isn't yours. It belongs to the Lord. And rest in him. Because it says his rod is and his staff, they comforted him. Now, sometimes I think we get a little side-goggled on what that might mean. But I am comforted by the fact that when I step right or left of the center, that hook around that staff of the Lord will pull me in, and sometimes he yanks hard. I am comforted by the fact that when my prayer life is lacking, when my faith is slacking, when my study and my witness isn't what it's supposed to be, that the Lord will take this staff of his and he will prod me along and get me back in the right place. And sometimes it stings, but I'm comforted by the fact that he loves me enough to want me to stay in the center of his will. And he loves me. And then we get to Psalms 23, 5 which says thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. In the presence of your enemies, the ones who are laying low to get you, the people who are taking pot shots at every turn to try to stumble you or hurt you or defame you or cause you stress, the ones who are jealous of the gifts that God has given you, the ones who are jealous of how God is using you, the ones who just think you're crazy, the people who have set out and are gunning for you. That's what the devil wants you to continually see, that picture, to hear that refrain, to think of that strategy against you. 
But Psalms 23, verse 5, it gives a whole different picture. And we know this picture is true, A, because it's in Scripture, but B, we watched it work out in 1 Samuel 17 when David went to battle with the Lord. Now, he didn't battle against the Lord. He took the Lord with him. He was chosen to face the giant, but he never fought the giant. He rested in the confidence of knowing who God was, which he tells us again in Psalms 23, who he is and what he does. But David is completely convinced that God loves him. He's completely convinced that God has him. He's completely convinced that God is enough. He is completely in love with him to the point that as God prepares for him a table in the presence of his enemies, he is sitting there and he is feasting at a party thrown by him, for him, by the host of God who is letting him eat and feast while his enemies are looking in. They're longing to have what he has. They're longing to be where he is. But because of the choices of their enemies and the fact that they're living contrary to God, they are unable to enjoy the blessings that God is giving David. And as you sit and rest while God is doing the fighting, as you sit and rest in the center of God's will, while God is defeating your enemies and handing them to you and delivering them to you as he delivers you the victory, you can be sure that your enemies are watching and they are miserable and they are concerned and they want to know why they don't have what you have, why they can't be where you can be. And you're simply sitting at the table and your table has got blessings galore on it and on the other side of the table is God himself and between you and the enemy sits the blessings then sets God and then sets the enemy and they can't get to you unless they get through Jesus they can't get through you until they get through God and God hasn't lost a battle yet and he's not going to begin to lose with you and God is standing with you he's fighting for you He's protecting you. He's in front of you, behind you, and beside of you. And he's watching the enemies as they are coming to get to you. And he is slaying them left and right. And when you stand in the presence of God, when you sit and rest at the table of blessings he has, while the whole world's tanking, you'll be having a party. A party that was created just for you that no man can take away and no man can deny. And when the dust is settled, you're going to find this. You're victorious. Jesus is glorified. The enemy's been defeated. And your enemy's been dealt with justly. But you got to be like David against the giant you got to face the giant and not fight the giant don't stick your two cents worth in you don't have to be right you have to do right and if you'll just take your seat at the table that God has prepared before you in the presence of your enemies 
and you enjoy the rest of resting in Jesus as he fights your battle, then you, my friend, will know the joy of life, the peace of life, and the abundance of life. See, the key to your victory over your enemy doesn't have anything to be dependent upon you with. It rests solely in your ability to rest in Jesus and to surrender your whole self to him. You must be willing to allow him to fight your battle and allow him to defeat your enemy. You've got to rest in Jesus throughout the entire battle. You can't jump back and forth trusting and not trusting living in faith and living in doubt. Now you have to take your seat at the table that the host, the Lord of Lords, has prepared specifically for you in the presence of all your enemies as they are looking in, wanting to devour you, wanting to take you down, perhaps even being mean and spiteful to you. See, just because your circumstances change doesn't mean your assignment has. Your assignment is to stay in the center of God's will, to follow him wherever he goes, to obey whatever he asks, to trust him completely, and to allow him to fight your battles. You got to die to self. You can't throw any punches. You can't put on any worldly armor. And you can't use any of the tools of this world to fight. You simply face the battle. But you allow Jesus to fight it. Because the battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. Keep in mind that 1 John 4, 4 says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And it opens with, you are of God, little children. I don't care how old you are, and I don't care what your size is. As a child of God, you're little relative to him. And he treats us as his children, part of his family. He's Father God. We are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And he's our shepherd, and we are the sheep. And if you're that one sheep that's gone astray, I've got good news for you. The Bible illustrates the shepherd having 99 completely safe, and leaving those sheep to go get the other one and bringing them safely into the fold. Jesus said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And the psalmist David teaches us the battle's not ours, it belongs to the Lord. The psalmist David, as a child, teaches us to trust in him, to follow him, and to depend solely upon him. The psalmist David in Psalms chapter 23 teaches us to trust him, to follow him to rest solely in him and depend fully upon him.
I ask you today, take your seat at the table. Let him spread it with his blessings. Allow him to stand between you and the enemy. And I promise you, they're miserable wanting what you have. And he will deliver them to you. But you got to go throughout the whole battle. And your faith can never wane. And purpose in your heart. Romans 12, 21, which says, Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Sit, feast, rest. And then just watch. Remember you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl.